0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk. You do like me? I don't. Did you liked me yesterday. Oh, did I? Yeah. I thought you did. Well, that's a compelling scene from The Banshees of Inish Erin*, and it has prompted a conversation about friendships and fragmenting friendships. And I'm wondering how many people have found that particular scene and what followed as really deeply thought provoking. Well, one person who does is clinical psychotherapist and relationship expert Stephanie Regan, who joins me on the line now. Stephanie, good morning.
1: Good morning, Pat. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm very well. Now, this is a black comedy with a very uh, serious underlying theme. Um, How much truth did you find in the, the, the movie?
1: Um, well, I, I think in terms of the friendship um, aspect of it, there was, um I mean, it was laced and layered with also with mental health issues and um, all sorts of other bits there. But really, just in friendship terms, I suppose the way that the relationship was ended, of course, was abrupt and pretty rough and probably the very worst thing, uh, worst way for somebody to end a friendship that they felt they'd outgrown in any way. But I suppose it it prompted me to think about a few things like how people how how traumatic that was but also because it was island life and of course there was an over reliance on that one friendship and and it's something that i see quite a lot and i think that's what prompted me to sort of start thinking around yeah. it that people people there's a lot of evidence out there to tell us that our you know, bonds and connections and our friendships are very our social system is very important to our health, our well being. Indeed, you know, it has also been shown in very good research, like very strong research from Harvard that that um life, you know, you will have a longer life. You are more likely to have a longer life if you have strong social connections.
0: Yeah. And now, so some friendships, COVID, um, Stephanie, yes. are lifelong. Uh, you know, yes. you get to know people in your childhood, go to school with them, whatever, and they're still your pals. Um, and that can be lovely. 50, 60 mm. years later. Other friendships are, are transient. Is that OK? You know, that people yes. kind of fade out of your life uh, and uh, should you feel yes. guilty about that? Or do you, do you have to mind friendships?
1: Well, I think you do have to mind friendships, but I think part of minding friendships is also accepting that, as you said there, some friendships, they just run their course. There's a phase in your life when you're together and you get on very well. And just because you don't seem to be able to continue it, it doesn't have to be a big flaw or fault. In other words, not all relationships are sort of, it's not that they're not worth it, but they perhaps aren't of benefit to you both. So you just sort of you know, move along in life. There's, there, we're, we're all moving along on a track of our own, and sometimes those tracks, in, you know, inter, interconnect very, very well. But equally, there are times we must let it go. Yeah. And I mean, the classic was, thing would
0: be yes. you're working in, in a particular place of employment, and then you move to another high tech company, and all the pals that you had in tech company number one uh, are yeah. you know you don't see them every day. Therefore, you don't go for drink with them on a Friday, Correct. maybe. So they drift out of your life, uh, and you know some. Some of them may be fine. maintained, but most of them probably yeah. won't.
1: But it's not a it's not a reflection on you. It doesn't have to be taken as an insult. It doesn't have to be taken as a hurt. It c- should be it should be you know taken and and if you like the internal narrative that people have around it, should be that some friendships have the capacity to be really good for you both. For a long period of time and some do not and that's okay. Yeah. And I think it's giving yourself that permission and also not, not, not thinking that only friendships that have a sort of long duration are of value. What has been very well shown is that it is the, the variety, if you like, of our connections and the, and the um, consistency of them that matters most to our lives and to our health yeah. and to our happiness. So A classic I thing would, either...
0: would be when kids are young and you've got parents who are maybe sharing lifts to the sports ground or whatever it yeah. might be, pickups, play dates and all Screw the rest. pick up. And then everybody scatters and kids maybe are all across the, the known world, yes. uh, so the parents don't have any reasons anymore to, to be in touch.
1: Exactly. But, but still those little connections, you know, the person you meet at the gate, the, the people you meet going to work, the, uh, and, and remember a lot of this has been disrupted in COVID. That's another really important point, I think, around this is that a lot of our little natural Connectings and bondings that were happening in all sorts of places have been taken from us. And although we are all back in some ways, I think that disruption has not come back to normal. You know, hasn't found a new equilibrium yet, I think.
0: Now, when you decide that uh, a friendship is, and I hate to use the word, it's no longer useful to you, but you might Mm -hmm. be finding a friendship a bit toxic, a bit demanding, uh, and you decide to end it. That's one thing. But Mm. what happens if you're at the other end of it? You're the one who's being dropped.
1: Yeah. And, and I think if, if somebody steps back from you, um, I, I think you have to look at that. Think of it as a bit like in the film, you know, um, uh, Porik never really knew what was going on, did he? And um, so it's really helpful, you know, if you can accept that people aren't always able or wanting to tell you exactly what's going on for them. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're having trouble in their marriage maybe they are having you know a lot of illness that they don't want to share yet maybe there's somebody in their family is ill there's there's or maybe they just you know maybe they just find your company too much at this time maybe you're going too fast for them too slow for them and that's okay and i think you ha- so you have to kind of the internal narrative that helps is if you can say to yourself you know look this is, this is not the right time for them. It doesn't have to be an insult. There's, I think people take things very mm-hmm. very much as an insult. Whereas perhaps because of my work, I always look at people and think there's so much going on that nobody ever knows. You know, the the question mean, the of, things that I hear in that respect. You I know suppose, the way um, the,
0: the, the, the person who says, well, I've got, you know, 10,000 followers on, on Facebook and, uh, you know, I've got loads of friends. Yeah. How many friends practically can people support on an ongoing basis. I mean, we're talking about people drifting uh, in and out of friendships because of uh, the course that life takes. That's one thing. Yes, uh, you, you know, in our business here in media, for example, you'll be very tight with the team for a while, then someone gets moved or whatever, and you yeah. cease to be as tight with that team. Th- th- that's kind of the normal course of life. But, uh, you know, is, you know, one, two, three, four, What's five the best, best friends? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you see, I think the way I would measure it is, um, first of all, as you say rightly, how many can you attend to? How many can you nurture? Because if you don't nurture relationships, they don't last. Um, but I, I think it's important. So one or two friends, somebody you can confide in, somebody you can have fun with, that's the barometer that I would use. And the other is then that not to underestimate or undervalue those other kind of casual, gentle connections that you have, as you say, with the team member who then moves on. Those interactions, those social connections that happen in the lift, as I say, on the bus, on the dart. these are important connections. They lift our mood. They lift our sense of feeling connected to the world, we know that the opposite of that is loneliness and feeling alone. So if you think of it that way, those connections are very valuable and that is what's really shown to be, come. that comes up in this particular study, this last study that I mentioned to your producer there was... It's 80 years old. They have actually in Harvard gone through three generations of participants in that study and they have checked them every two years. So we've got three generations of understanding of what is, makes life valuable and what makes you feel valuable in life and what makes you feel happy. Stephanie- and the consistent thing are bonds, small Social bonds and friendships.
0: Stephanie Regan, thank you very much for joining us. Clinical psychotherapist, media contributor, author of Relationships on the Edge, and the host of the podcast Tough Love. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.